Chapter twenty seven of the Rebel of the School by Mrs. L. T. Mead. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter twenty seven. After the fun comes the deluge. Kathleen O'Hara's nature was of the kind that rises to the top of the mountains and sinks again to the lowest values. She had been on the tip top of the hills of her own fantasy all that evening when she ran quickly home under the stars she began to realize what she had done she had done something of which her mother would have been ashamed not for a moment had kathleen thought of this way of looking at her escapade until she read the truth in the eyes of the unknown but most kind lady she despised herself for her own action but she did not dread discovery it did not occur to her as possible that what she and her companions had done could be known if no one knew no one need be at more sorry or at all more unhappy on the account of her action poor wild irish girls they are getting into hot water she said to herself but this little bit of fun need never be told to any one kathleen had let herself out of the house by the strong rope of ivy she meant to return to her bedroom the same way alice was a very sound sleeper it did not occur to her that alice on that particular night might be awake she reached the foot of the window in perfect safety saw that the ivy looked precisely as it had looked when she climbed down it and began her upward ascent this was decidedly more difficult than her downward one but she was light of foot and agile had she not climbed dangerous crags after young eaglets at home by and by she reached the window-sill how nice the window was partly open she pushed it wider and got in the room was in darkness so much the better she stepped softly reached her own bed undressed and lay down how nice of alice to be sound asleep then of course it was not alice she saw standing on the platform looking at her with reproachful horrid eyes i must have dreamt it thought kathleen now all is well and i shall sleep like a top until the morning this however was no easy fate alice's quiet breathing sounded not many feet away and after a time it seemed to get on kathleen's nerves she moved restlessly in her bed alice awoke and complained of the cold the window is a little open said kathleen shall i shut it alice made no answer kathleen jumped up shut the window and fastened it she then got back into bed in the morning alice called out to her is your headache better had i one began kathleen then she blushed then she laughed then she said oh it is quite well alice gazed steadily at her it seemed to kathleen that alice's eyes were full of something very terrible are you coming to school to-day asked alice the next moment of course why do you ask such a strange question i should think you would wish to but there is no accounting for what some people can live through alice what do you mean what i say explain yourself no is there anything very awful going to happen at school you will find out for yourself when you get there dear me said kathleen 
you look as if the deluge was coming and so it is said alice she had finished dressing by now and she went out of the room the two girls went down to breakfast alice's face was still full of an awful suppressed knowledge which she would not let out to anyone but mrs tennant was smiling and looking just as usual and the boys were as fond of kathleen as was their wont she had completely won their immature masculine hearts and they invariably sat one on each side of her at meals helped her to the best the table contained and fussed over her in a way that pleased her young majesty kathleen was very glad that morning to get the boys attention she determined to sit with her back slightly turned to alice in order not to look into her face they were about halfway through breakfast when there came a ring at the front door and cassandra weldon's voice was heard alice went out to her the two girls kept whispering together in the passage presently alice returned to the breakfast room and kathleen now noticed that her eyes were red as though she had just been indulging in a bout of crying what can be the matter she thought why my dear alice said her mother looking up at this moment what did cassandra want and what is the matter with you have you bad news yes mother answered kathleen but what is it dear you will know soon enough mother that is exactly what you said to me upstairs said kathleen driven desperate by alice's manner i do wish you would speak out do get her to speak out mrs tennant she hints at something awful going to happen at school today. i declare i won't go if it is as bad as that it would be like you not to come said alice but i think you will come i don't think you will be allowed to be absent allowed said kathleen who is going to prevent me staying away from school if i wish to the vote of the majority said alice very firmly now look here kathleen don't make a fuss it is wrong for the girls of the great shirley school to be absent themselves without due reason well i have a headache i had one last night no you have not alice dear why do you speak to kathleen like that said her mother what is the matter with you kathleen do keep your temper alice i am sorry something has annoyed you so much it is past speaking about mother you will understand all too soon kathleen it is time for us to be going i am not going said kathleen so there kathleen you are no come kathleen come you needn't fuss about me i am not coming kathleen dear i think you ought to go go for my sake said mrs tennant kathleen looked up then saw the anxiety in mrs tennant's face and her heart relented she was in reality not at all afraid of what might be going to happen at school if there was to be a fray she desired nothing better than to be in the midst of it all right she said i will go but i won't go yet i am going to be late this morning i can see by your manner alice that i have got into disgrace now i can't think what disgrace i have got into unless some horrid girls have been prying and telling tales out of school that sort of thing i should think even the great shirley girls would not attempt unless some one has been mean enough to act in that way 
there is nothing in the world to prevent my going to school and taking my accustomed place and disporting myself in my usual manner i shall get a bad mark for being late that is the worst that can happen to me i am going to be very late so you can go on by yourself alice alice very nearly stamped her foot she went so far as to beg and implore of kathleen but kathleen was imperturbable you are very naughty kathleen said mrs tennant but kathleen ran up to her and kissed her you and i will have some fun perhaps this afternoon she said i have got a lot of new plans in my head they are all about you and to make you happy and not so tired don't be cross with me i'll promise that i'll never be naughty again after to-day mrs tennant said nothing more a minute or two later alice left the house it was quite an hour after alice had departed that kathleen took it into her head that she might as well stroll towards the school on saturdays school was over a little earlier than other days there was a special class which she was anxious not to miss for in spite of herself she was becoming interested in certain portions of her lessons her depression had now left her and she felt excited but at the same time irritated a spirit of defiance came over her she went upstairs and selected from her heterogeneous wardrobe one of her very prettiest and most fashionable and most unsuitable dresses she put on a hat trimmed with flowers and feathers and a sash of many colours round her waist over all she slipped her dark blue velvet jacket and with rich sables round her neck and wrists she ran downstairs why kathleen any one would suppose you were going to a concert said mrs tennant ah oh, my dear good friend i like to look jolly once in a way i am certain to get a bad mark for unpunctuality so i may as well get it looking my best as my worst you don't blame me for that do you no go off now dear and don't let me find you so troublesome again kathleen started off she ran across the common and reached the doors of the great school exactly one hour after she ought to have arrived to her amazement she saw quite a crowd of people waiting outside and amongst them was mrs hopkins there were several other mothers as well and when they saw kathleen they turned their backs on her and one or two were heard to say aloud it's she who has done it but mrs hopkins did not turn her back on kathleen she came close to her and even took her hand why are you late miss she said but perhaps it is best miss o'hara you won't forget my poor aunt you will be sure to get her the little almshouse in ireland yes of course i will said kathleen aunt katie has written about it already and i will write to-night you may tell mrs church that it is absolutely quite certain that she will get it what is the matter mrs hopkins how strange you look and all those other women they seem to be quite cross with me what have i done ah miss i keep saying to them that it is because you are irish and you don't know frolic from serious mischief bless your heart miss it is you are that kind you mean kindly no one more so and so i have said to them but it will be a nice thing if my girl gets expelled owing to her said a sour-faced woman coming forward now and placing her arms akimbo just in front of kathleen is 
it's that that every one is thinking about said kathleen she stood still for a minute the colour left her face she felt a wave of tenuous blood pressing against her heart then it all rushed back in a fiery colour into her cheeks and in brightness to her eyes and alice knew of this she said to herself and when i didn't come to school this morning she thought that i was afraid afraid don't keep me good people said kathleen make way please i am sorry i am a little late she walked past them all when she got as far as the school door she turned to mrs hopkins you can tell your aunt that the almshouse is safe she said and then she blew a kiss to her and disappeared into the school End of chapter 27